Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. Teen Time Style Fun. Thanks, Allison. Hey, and welcome to Style Fun. I'm Jen Su. This week we're going to talk about the Thai New Year Festival, which is on this weekend. It's also known as the Songkran or Water Festival. Songkran is a time for cleaning and renewal, similar to the Western New Year, in that you're starting again, and similar to the Chinese New Year, in that you're cleaning out the old sins to start anew. Traditionally, the water was originally meant as cleansing to give good luck to elders and family by pouring it over the hands or shoulders. The Thais now take it to a completely different level, resulting in the biggest and longest water fight you have ever seen. And before you get sprayed with water mixed with talcum powder, be ready. Thailand is known for its original blend of sweet and spicy cuisine, but also its extravagantly dressed dances and world-famous sports. This weekend marks the 50th anniversary of the Songkran Festival, which celebrates all these facets of Thai culture for the coming of the Thai New Year. One of the most important fashion facets of the Thai New Year is the different styles of traditional attire, which is influenced by India and China, with their extraordinary gold headwear and long gold nail finger extensions. Thai classical and folk dances are performed, and there are also Thai boxing demonstrations along with traditional fruit carving displays. Now, if you take part in Thai water blessings for the New Year this weekend, water is lightly poured over respected elders as a sign of reverence and good luck. The true origin and probable migration of the Thai people has been a mystery for anthropologists and historians for a long time, but research has indicated that several Thai tribes originated in the Uktai Mountains of northern China more than 4,500 years ago. They migrated to southern China between the third century BC and fifth century AD. The Thai Ailiao were horsemen who were then riding through jungles and rough terrain, needed protective clothing such as high-necked, long-sleeved jackets and long trousers, which fitted tightly at the ankles. They also wore plain, simple metal jewelry, but this may well have been the family bankroll rather than ornamentation. Chinese annals from about the 6th to 13th centuries say that the Thais dyed their cloth and used geometric patterns for their dresses. The women discarded their trousers and adopted a long skirt, which was worn with a short overskirt resembling a half apron. They also began decorating their jackets. Now, men's fashions also changed. The horsemen wore sleeveless, embossed leather shirts, leather belts, and trousers with the seat covered with tapir skin. Officials, according to rank, wore tiger skin capes and cummerbunds of many colors, which were often embroidered and edged with gold. From the ninth to the thirteenth centuries, there was peace, and Thai men's dress became very ornate. The tracing of the evolution of Thai costumes has often been made possible by archaeological discoveries of sculptures, chiseled terracotta stabs, and temple decorations. They would demonstrate dances and entertainments of the period of construction, as well as the costumes worn at the time. Now, clothing of the Dvaravati period reflect Indian influence. These Thai women wore the sabai or diagonal sash as the upper garment, and the panag or the lower garment was a one-piece cloth wrapped around the body from hips to mid-calf, with pleats at the front. Both men and women wore their hair long in a variety of arrangements, 
And finally, its high dress in colors of dark blue, red, gold, and silver in the present day is bejeweled with ornaments. And that's a quick look at Thai costumes for the Thai New Year. Happy Songkran Naka! For Style File, I'm Jen Su. Teen Time presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand.